Hi, Kyle. Oh, we made it. We it made it. End of 2022. What a year it has been. What a year. What a year. Well, and and what a month. In fact, this is our third podcast of December. Um, but we really wanted to wrap up the year with some positive things to walk away from 2022 with for all the ups and downs over the last couple of years we thought ending on a positive note would be a great way to set a good tone for 2023 so on this episode we decided that we wanted to chat with some of our friends here at cmaa headquarters and around the association and hear from them um, about what their best moments of 2022 were, right? Yep, great news from the industry, from our listeners, and so much more. And we hope it's a good way for you to end the year taking stock of all the good things that have happened. Yeah, and there were a lot of good things to reflect back on. Um, And we were fortunate enough in this episode to be joined by four different folks. First, we will let you listen to a conversation that we had with Jeff Morgan, who is our fearless leader in so many ways. Um, And Jeff reflects back on 2022 and shares with us a lot about what his year has looked like. I mean, he hit the road and, and got to visit a lot of folks and see a lot of different things. So it's always interesting to hear his perspective. Um... And then we were joined by our current chairman, Mitchell Platt, who did the same. He shared some of his reflections on 2022, which is always interesting to hear from someone in that position. Um, and then our friend Erica Benjamin joined us, right, Melissa? <laughs> she did. And she gave us some great news uh, from her perspective about membership um, and what's going on for the association. Absolutely. And then finally, and perhaps most excitingly, we were joined by Lori Labard CCM, who is one of our newest certified club managers, uh, just to talk a little bit about her best moment of 2022, which, as I'm sure you can guess, had something to do with earning those three letters after her name. And she was absolutely wonderful and so excited. And I thought it was the perfect way to wrap up our year was with that conversation. So we will let them take it away and look back on what was sure to be a year to remember. Well, we're excited to welcome back to the podcast our president and CEO, Jeff Morgan, F-A-S-A-E-C-A-E. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning. It's great to be here. (laughs) It's great to be here on a sunny Monday. It is. (laughs) I'm excited. I love Mondays because it's got a whole week of stuff you can get done. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Yeah, that's true. It's true. Um, As Melissa and I chatted about earlier with you, you know, we're here to... uh, to chat about the best of 2022. We're looking down the end of the year. We have just a few weeks left in our calendar year, and it's been a big year for CMAA, I think. We've done a lot of great things. You know, we've we've made a lot of steps forward, you know, out of the pandemic or through the pandemic, you know, depending on what your perspective is on, on that. Um, you know, we've made a lot of adjustments, but I think we've managed to kind of get things, things here are on a pretty even keel and we've adapted and evolved. And uh, yeah, it's been, I think it's been a good year from my perspective, but we'd love to hear from you, Jeff. What are some of your highlights for 
2022? Well, every year is a good year because we always seem to make progress on behalf of our members. And I know you have Erica on, so I'm not going to steal her thunder, but we had a great year from a membership standpoint and hit record numbers. So that, number one, is exciting. And we also appreciate uh, all the, you know, all the folks having confidence in us and all that we do. So um, that is most important. But I think second, you know, it was a year that we really, truly came out of COVID. And it was great to be back in person for conference. We did virtual conference in the middle of COVID. And so last year we did conference in person. And while we had some some gates around it where we required vaccines and we were being very careful, it was right when the world was opening. Um, and I think all of us needed that that break. And I I you know recall that it was it was just a kumbaya moment um, where we all came together and you know, while the edu- as as one of the members said to me, while the education is awesome, we just all wanted to be with each other, and so it was it was a neat moment. Uh, so that was cool. You know, I think another thing that that probably is cool is a, a renewed focus on students, mm-hmm. but in a, in a different way maybe than than what we have been doing in the past. Christina Kruger has really amped up what we're doing for students and been out on the road and. Um, visiting with students. I actually have made a couple trips and um, with students as well. And one of the, the things that, that members have been working on that'll be debuted next year is the standardized internship program. And I'm excited about that because in essence, we're going to have a seal of approval from CMA on internships. And if you follow uh, our our guidelines developed by members, then you get this seal of approval. And I think what it's going to do is create uh, an environment where a lot of clubs want to follow this because they want to get the best and the brightest to do internships in their clubs. And what we're trying to avoid is where I hire some, I hire somebody as a management intern and all they do is work in the snack bar at the pool right. for all year. We want to give them a the diversified and balanced um, internship to where they really want to belong to clubs and join clubs. So I'm excited when we launch that next year, as well as some other things um, that we're launching to help recruit students into clubdom, um, a video, for instance, and things like that. So that is exciting. Probably another thing that, that was a logical step forward is our DEI effort, diversity, equity, and inclusion effort. And we started with a task force a couple of years ago, and they did great work. And it was time for our board to get into the middle of that. And there's now a statement on our website that talks about how we look at diversity, DEI, um, within CMA and for for our membership. And so now that that is out there as, as a basis, we have taken that and pushed that out to all our committees. So it is it is now everywhere in the inner workings of our committees. And actually the membership will vote on a change in our bylaws to include um, the, the overarching oversight of, of DEI to the strategic planning committee. And we're gonna retitle that. So that is exciting. We also launched as part of this effort, a benchmarking tool uh, that is out in the field now that will help you as club members and clubs look at where you are on that DEI journey. And that is something that will also give us some some information. And it's all anonymous and it's all done in a way that 
that isn't isn't meant to be confrontive. It is just trying to help collect data and, and give you, and it's a tool that's been out there in the world from other places. So it's it's supposed to help you with that journey. And so yeah. a bunch of clubs have done it and we're looking for more to do it so that we can, we can um, you know, go from there. I think that's really fantastic. And I'm, I'm hopeful, um, you know, that next year, Melissa and I will be able to have either you again on the podcast, Jeff, or Milcar uh, to chat a little bit more about that assessment tool and why it's important. But I just wanted to, to make a note that, um, you know, all, I agree with you. I think our efforts in the DEI space this year have kind of taken that next step, I think, by, you know, putting, putting that statement um that kind of mission statement out and giving that to our committees and and then working it into our bylaws. This is the beginning of our process of kind of holding that mirror up to ourselves as an organization. I think, you know, admittedly, we we are a group that is that doesn't tick a lot of those diversity boxes, um, you know, from from whether or not that's us getting flack on social media for posting a picture of our board that's all white <laughs> and mostly male. Um, or you know whatever, but I mean I think that this the, these efforts now are allowing us that chance to say, yeah, we recognize these shortcomings, and this is how we're going to start working on them. Um, I think it's a it's a really good, um, deliberate, intentional effort on our part to to start you know moving forward in this space, and it I think it'll be really great. I'm excited to see what comes from this assessment that we have in the field now. I think this data collection will be really helpful and quite interesting. Um, but moving forward, I think it'll be a great, great effort and a great tool. So yeah. I'm, and, I'm really proud of that as well. Yeah, and I, I'm reminded that, you know, this is a journey. This is mm -hmm. not something that you flick a light switch and suddenly the world changes. But when we look at the, the world and where our youth is growing up, half of America is non-white. So how do we make sure that we are an open, welcoming environment in our clubs? And that really is is what we are, what we're what we're focused on. And then how, if we get folks that are diverse in clubs, how do we make sure they have the the tools and the same ability as everybody else to rise up through the ranks in clubdom? And if we were successful there, twenty or thirty years down the road, we will see that success, much as we have with women where, you know, 20 years ago, we were in a very different, different point or different place. And while we are still not satisfied where we, we we're not satisfied with where we are today, but it is a journey and that is what we have to accept. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's fantastic. And I think actually that kind of ties into some of the work we're doing with the students as well, um, just with the extra focus on, on yep. that demographic. I mean, if you look at our student population, it's just a much more diverse group of human beings. <laughs> broadly um yep. and and so kind of trying to all of these efforts to support bridging that that gap between student membership and professional membership as well you know like how are we encouraging this next generation to want to stay in clubs and some of that comes from as you mentioned this this um you know formalized internship program and that's about as close as we can get to something like what marriott or hilton has with their their very formalized you know management and development programs um but 
the other part of that comes from us doing the work and showing the next generation of, you know, club management professionals that there is a space for you in this industry. Um, you might not see it right now, but we are certainly working on on making it an equitable, accessible space for all people um, and, and hopefully encouraging them to want to stay and make it continue to make it better. So that's really exciting. I think there's a lot of opportunity there. Absolutely. I mean, I, I... You know, there, there's all sorts of other good stuff to share. I mean, one of the things that has been a work in process for a couple of years was the key club performance indicators. And that was a, a project that um, appreciate members and, and our partners and others focused on that. And that really helps give boards and a way to look at their club and say, these are the things that are most important. You know, now that we've done that, we have a capital improvements white paper that is is being worked on. So that is also exciting. Probably another area that that I'm excited about is you know we we stepped back and looked at both the wine society strategically and the club spa and fitness association strategically to say where are we, where do we want to be? And the wine society, um, we spend time with them. Uh, at conference and and they really have a new uh, renewed focus and some of the things like the auction have have dropped by the wayside partly because of some of the the legal and regulatory challenges but but partly because we're in a different spot than we were 20 or 30 years ago which for some and is disappointing but it also makes sense when you look at it CSFA the club spawn fitness association we've been going through a process with them and we have a new um, focus there and really are going to integrate that much more tightly um, with CMAA. And you'll be hearing more about that. I'm not exactly sure when this is coming out, so I don't want to spoil the surprise, but there is more coming out on that um, over this, this month of December. So be on the lookout for that because I'm very excited about that as well. Um, one of the things we did internally that's while isn't important to you is is important to the rest of us is we have a building and there's a mortgage on that building the note was coming due in 2023 and we re-upped that note before interest rates skyrocketed so we locked that in at a much lower rate than we would have if we tried to do it today so i'm excited about that because it sets us up for the for the next few years and I am hoping that um, you know if we were a decade down the road that that note would be paid off, so um, which would be very nice. So those are some of the other things that are are happening within CMA. Jeff, you get to be on the road a lot for CMAA. You get to take some really fun trips. What was the trip for 2022 that will stick with you? Wait, well, I bet I can guess. I I have a guess <laughs> here, but I'm I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you go with it. Um. <laughs> You know, I get asked a lot, you know, what is my favorite club to visit? And my comment is I love all my clubs because they're all my children. I'd never have a a favorite um, because I think favorites are a challenge. However, I will say that BMI International in Scotland was certainly um, an awesome trip. We traced the history of golf uh, from the beginning. And I learned a lot of things, and I know a lot of the folks that attended learned a lot of things and saw a lot of things as well. And so while there's a lot of fun um, in those trips, we were in the castle in Edinburgh wearing kilts, having dinner, which the history there just is is immense. Um, And so 
you know, while there's a lot of cool things, there's an educational component as well and a cultural component. So that was neat. Probably what was even more neat about that was I would, I think probably half the attendees had never gone to a BMI International before. So that was their first taste of it and they're hooked. Um, they can't wait to see where we're going next. And, um, you know, that, that will, will put out to a vote for, from, to past attendees in the next few months. But that was certainly an awesome trip. It was great to be back in Canada for the Canadian conference and to visit with our folks up there because we've been shut out of that for a couple of years. But honestly, everywhere I go, I get so much value out of being in clubs throughout the United States you know, beyond just what I was talking about globally. And it's just for me, spending time with the members and talking to the members is just so valuable because I understand then what their, you know, what are their priorities, what are their challenges, and then we can, I bring that back um, into CMA. And, you know, it, it is, it, it's always awesome to be out on the road and always awesome to be with members because that is what we are as a membership organization. So that is where I like to be with the members. Uh, well, I mean, I can speak for both Melissa and myself that we are living vicariously through all of the photos that came in during BMI International, um, you know, just just wishing that we were there in Tartan as well. But it looked like an amazing trip, and, and I'm so glad that we've been able to get you back out on the road as much as you've been out there. And yeah, it's a sense of kind of a sense of normalcy, yeah, <laughs> whatever that whatever normal is anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's funny as we say sort of that normalcy. Tomorrow, which we're recording this the end of November, it, I, I leave for a leadership summit. And this is the first leadership summit that we're actually doing in person. We've been doing them virtually and probably have found our stride by doing a mix of virtual and in person. But we have not done one in person um, since before the pandemic. So that is the last thing to, to come back into to in person. And, you know, what we have picked up from from COVID and the pandemic is this new skill set of of Zoom and doing things virtually. And, you know, we can really use both mediums in person and virtually where it makes sense to to add to that that member experience that we so want to continue to to evolve and 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 do what we can for for our members. Absolutely. I mean, again, I think this kind of ties back to the DEI stuff too, right? Because it's inclusion and accessibility is part of that inclusion piece. Um, and we have a lot of members who may not be able to get away from their clubs for, you know, a week at a time or if, even a few days. Um, so offering some stuff in, in a hybrid capacity, whether that's a, a virtual webinar situation or a Zoom leadership summit, um, you know, giving people that opportunity to join from wherever they might be uh, is certainly certainly makes our member benefits more accessible to more people. So definitely learning from, from the skills and the tools that we've picked up over the last two and a half years out of necessity <laughs> and yeah. seeing, seeing how they can serve us as we move into the future. We, we're forced modernization. <laughs> But we're, uh, we're we're doing all right, so that's yeah. good. I, I would say it's it, it was more taking advantage of a situation than, yes. than maximizing it. Well, we didn't. It was either that or you know we didn't. And what would have happened if we had not? So yep. yeah, I think it's it's good. We're making the most of it, and uh, I think it's exciting, setting yeah. setting us up well for the future. Yeah, Fabulous. Yeah. 
I could go on, but I, I know these podcasts are limited, and it's, it's not about my me going on and on. So, and I know you have Erica as a guest, so you want to give time for her too. True, we do. We have a we'll have a few more voices be joining us in this episode, so we will uh, we'll let them share some of their own um, best moments of the year. But Jeff, thank you as always for for coming on to the podcast today and uh, we will have you back on again soon because you know we've got a big event coming up that we probably will need to do some preview work for so <laughs> well thanks for having me i know last time i was on you told me i was the most frequent guest still of true. the podcast so i want to make sure i maintain that <laughs> yes you know that would be important to me so i i look forward to being on again and i'm glad i'm still holding the the record at the, this moment we'll make you a little plaque <laughs> <laughs> most uh frequent podcast guest there you go all right well jeff again thank you so much um have a great week and uh good luck at the leadership summit this week and then enjoy being <laughs> being not on the road for a little bit <laughs> i shall thank you ladies thanks for having me of course Absolutely. thank you so much we are thrilled to welcome back to the podcast our CMA chairman, Mitchell Platt, MCM, CCE. How are you doing, Mitchell? Doing great. Thank you. It's great to be with both of you today. Awesome. So where are you Where are you talking to us from today? I am directly from the offices of the Cosmos Club in Washington, D.C. I had We had a good, busy holiday weekend. Thanksgiving just finished, and now we are uh, prepping for a next, I would call 18, 20 days of, of excitement because it just is uh, our holiday season is upon us and it's a big rush. So we're, we're in it, so to speak. So I know throughout the year, you've had a lot of great opportunities. Um, can you tell us some of your best moments and highlights for 2022? Sure, I would start by saying really the highlights all revolve around being back together in person. I think the first time to get back with your local chapter, to get back to a BMI, to get back to a, a world conference, to any of the summits, I think people are just so excited to be with each other. You know, I'm, I've seen people uh, drawn to tears at times. I think it's been a couple of years in some cases, three years when, since they've seen their colleagues who they only see at certain times. So just that alone is really kind of my overarching highlight of the year. And I'm really thankful, quite frankly, for the ability to to travel and to, and to be with my peers and colleagues this year, uh, in any in any setting. And and each one uh, was just that made much more special because you realize when you don't have something, how important it is to have that back. And I think the face to face contact and the in person activity was sort of just a great a great highlight for me. I think we can all agree with that. I mean, I, I know from a staff perspective, it was so nice for all of us to be able to be back in person, uh, whether it was at World Conference or it's been at some of our smaller events throughout the year. You know, it's just been such a pleasure to get to see people's faces again and, and uh, you know, catch up and feel some sense of normalcy, even though <laughs> it hasn't felt normal for quite a while. So, yeah, it's, a, it's been a real pleasure to, to get back and, and do things in person. Yeah, and I think mainly for me too, it's as you try to reflect upon the year of being chairman, which is quickly approaching its end, where I think we're three months from World Conference when I get to uh, hand over the realm to Michael Seabrook, uh, is that it goes so quick 
And that's a good sign, quite frankly, because I think sometimes during the pandemic, you were watching the clock, watching the calendar, and things were moving a bit slower than normal. But things are so back to fast pace, not just, you know, just not just for CMA, but at work, at home, things, the schedules are busy, everybody's socially active again. So the world is back. And, you know, I'm quite thankful that I've got a year of chairmanship during what I would call a somewhat, somewhat regular cycle. I know our previous two chairmen, Brian Crow and Mark Beto, really had to, to manage and work through COVID. Uh, and it was difficult. And I give them both credit for being able to to do the chairman's role in not so ideal situations. So I you know, feel fortunate in my in my case that I've had a so a regular year and been able to do some great things. So I'm, I'm really fortunate in that regard. Mitchell, you met, uh, mentioned travel earlier. Any trips this year that really stand out for you? Well, I think uh, one of the highlights of chairmanship for CMA is the ability to go to the Masters Golf Tournament. I've never been, um, so it was my first experience. And it's not only to see the tournament, which in itself is a magical time, but to see the inner workings of Augusta National, truly one of the great institutions in in our in our country is just phenomenal and to get a get so much time from the from the team there to be able to get to know how it operates and 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 why it's so special um sort that is certainly a highlight um uh, we've had some good uh, meetings too of course uh with a good summer board meeting as well um in colorado springs which is meaningful so again those kind of things just being in person seeing these wonderful institutions in, in action is is sort of the highlight. And uh, I, I encourage anyone who's thinking about whether they should volunteer to work at Augusta National for a master's, you should do it. Um, you should do it before your career is over and, and while you have time to do it, it's, it's a really special place. And CMA has a large contingent of students and managers who participate in working the tournament. Um, and it's it's hard work. It's not, it's, you're not going as a guest, but it's something to see the inner workings of of the masters is something that I'll, I will certainly remember as long as um, uh, I'm here. Well, as we wrap up, Mitchell, I know you, uh, I know we have an event coming up that you're, that you're looking forward to anything special you want to share with our listeners about uh, world conference, any featured speakers yeah. you're excited to see? Well, I, I actually have two that I'm, I'm ex- look, I will tell you the program that has been put together is phenomenal. All keynotes are great. And the CMA team, professional team, and, and the, the members of the association have participated in, in speaker selection. We will not name them as, as part of the process. They, they, they remain unnamed, but it is a really diverse group of, of industry professionals that help select speakers. And they've done a great job. But uh, in particular note for me, um, Cal Ripken Jr. as one of the keynotes is significant for me. I've been a lifelong um, struggling Orioles fan, suffering Orioles fan as, as those who uh, know the team dynamics. When I was a child, they were, they were the most successful franchise in all of baseball, but they've fallen on hard times. Um, but one constant for me was growing up, and I say growing up, he's not that older than me, but he sort of followed him from the day he first became an Oriole to his retirement and beyond, that's Cal Ripken Jr. So to see him in person and to be able to, to interact with him will be very special. Um, you know, some people say I'm a little bit of a fan. My daughter's name is Callie, C-A-L-I, and my son's name is Ryan, the same name as Cal's son. I might have a dog named Ripken too, but it's it's not really that much a fandom. And if you come to one of my rooms, my house will see some Cal Ripken memorabilia. But 
Um, all that said, I think um, he's he's going to be someone that's very interesting for club managers too. It's really harkens back to a day of of work ethic. Here's a, a here's someone who went to work and, and didn't miss a day of work in two thousand six hundred thirty two days, um, and you know not you know, everybody's work is different, but it's physically demanding being a major league baseball player, and no one does what Cal Ripken does. Most players don't play the whole season anymore, let alone you know, multiple seasons in a row. So I think the stories that he'll bring to us um, about his his journey will be something of interest to everybody. And a second featured speaker uh, is Dominique Crenn, who's a chef out of San Francisco, who's someone I read her book and I was uh, enamored by her book. And I think those will get a chance. I've never heard her speak, but her story is incredible. And she will be uh, really, and I'm, I'm thankful to the staff of CMA to be able to, to, to get her uh, as one of our speakers too. So those two stand out, but again, I, I you're really in for a treat. Um, Gaylord's a great facility. It's an easy facility to manage as an attendee as everything is you know congregated in one spot. So it's sort of you check in and, and don't have to worry about it, getting in a car and going somewhere, but you, you really have everything right there. So it's gonna be a great conference. I'm sure Orlando is always a great conference location, easy access, big airport, uh, Great, great spot for families too. So we're looking forward, we're all looking forward to another great conference. And I think if you look at CMA conferences, we've been rather fortunate through the pandemic and we got grapevine in directly, uh, directly. I think some people probably had COVID at the conference. We got it right in before, before COVID. Uh, we missed one and then back again last year. So we really were fortunate for timing, um, although we would certainly uh not want to go through what we went through again but in that regard orlando is going to be great um uh, and just again that speakers are great but being with each other and networking and the camaraderie we share is just something over coffee and and seeing each other uh sometimes you know, annually for a lot of us it's it's a special time so I, I hope to see all of you there and and uh we'll we'll certainly say hello Absolutely. I think that's a perfect note to end on today, Mitchell, you know, that that looking back and then looking forward um, to the same types of things, that same camaraderie and and uh, gathering together that we all have to look forward to in the next year. Um, but thank you again for spending some time with us today. We know you're busy and we know the next month is going to be crazy for for you and for many of our, our listeners um, as we head into the holiday season. Um, but uh, we, we wish you the best, and we look forward to seeing you in person very soon, Mitchell. <laughs> I, I send my regards to you both as well, and happy holidays to everybody. And, and it's I know, as, as you said, I know it's, it's, a, it's, it's a tough season for a lot of us just because of the levels of business, but I hope that everyone finds the time to, to be with friends and family during this, during this season. So thank you all, and we'll see you in Orlando. We're so excited to be joined by our our friend and colleague Eric Benjamin um, on this our best of 2022 episode. Um, it's been a great year for CMAA from the membership perspective, hasn't it, Erica? It's been incredible. And, you know, last year was record breaking, but we have already broken last year's record, uh, smashed it. So, yes, it has been quite incredible. So we wanted you to share with our listeners just a couple, maybe like one or two things about 
this last year that have really stood out to you as like high watermark moments and that could be this record-breaking um, membership stuff that we've been doing or it could be something else altogether but we wanted to hear from you what are your best moments of 2022 yeah so i mean we get excited at the end of every month to see how many new members we brought in because like i said it's just been record-breaking after record-breaking so um as of Friday, we broke the 1,000 new member mark. Um, so yes, yeah. so, unbelievable. And, and can you can you date mark that for our listeners? Is that I can. So that was December second. Yeah. So well before the end of the year. Let yeah. us be very clear. <laughs> exactly. And our goal for this year, um, for those of you who are going with the new member recruitment contest, was 736. Um, so we smashed that and yeah. now we're over a thousand uh, and still climbing. So we do have till the end of the year uh, for chapters who are hoping to, uh, you know, take home some prizes and all but four of our chapters have actually met or exceeded their goals already. That's crazy. Um, That's yeah. incredible. Wow. Big yeah. shout out to your chapter membership chairman and managing directors and no kidding. making that happen. And Absolutely. just huge shout out to everyone who's bringing in new members. If you're talking about CMAA at your clubs and you're saying like, oh, I'm a member of this organization, I really think you should be too. Like, good job. Thank you. <laughs> Keep up the good work, everybody. Absolutely. <laughs> That's incredible. And like, we like to give Erica credit for all of that because she's the one compiling the numbers. But she she knows as well as we do that it's a truly a group effort on the part of so many folks within our organization, bringing in those new members and really proselytizing the value of of this organization and, and sharing with their peers, like what all you can you can gain as a CMA member. So big thanks to everyone involved in that for sure. Definitely. And, and also, I'm going to point out that um, this kind of comes at a time when we introduced our new online joining system. So mm -hmm. that was September 1st of last year. So this is we're through our first full year of that. Uh, and we're just seeing that that is so helpful. The process was so cumbersome to join before, uh, and now we're able to welcome people um, almost instantly, which is great. So they can get their clock ticking for their certification. Um, they can be welcomed in a timely manner. So that new online join system has really helped streamline that whole process. And I think that's why we're seeing you know, these record breaking numbers. At least that's a big piece of it. I Yeah, I totally agree. And you, know, you mentioned, um, that online join system really speeds up the process for someone who, who just wants to start getting involved with CMAA. Um, and you mentioned welcoming them. And we we tried something new this year with some of our new member welcome, new member orientation stuff. Do you want to talk a little bit about what that is and and what the goal is with that uh, that new experience? Definitely, definitely. So um, in August, kind of came up with the idea to have a meet and greet. Um, with CMAA staff and uh, our chairman, Mitchell Platt. And we basically invited everybody who had joined in the calendar year to join us for an hour on Zoom. Uh, and really, it's not an orientation. It's you just get to put names with faces of CMAA staff members. And that can be really helpful just to connect to who you need to talk to about education or membership or whatever it might be. So the first half hour or so of that um, webinar is just CMAA staff introducing themselves and giving a quick um, you know, summary of their, their roles. And then the second part, we break out into small breakout rooms 
and you're able to mix and mingle with other CMAA members, kind of start your networking right away. And also CMAA staff are in those rooms to answer any questions that you have and answer them and, you know, not such a large setting. Um, so we've had two now. They've gone very well. I'd love to have more people sign up for that webinar. Uh, so if you're a new member, please be on the lookout for those emails. They are quarterly uh, and we'd love to, to meet you. So I, I think it was a, a nice addition to, for new members and we hope that it keeps growing. Yeah, totally. I mean, I I was able to participate in the last one, and I know in the breakout room that I was in, we had a great conversation. But it was what was really striking to me was the conversation around. You know, we kind of asked the folks in our room, like, you know, why did you join CMA, and what are you looking for? Um, and obviously, that answer is a little bit different for everyone. But that what was striking to me was just how different the answers were among the people in my room. And then being able to chat with them and answer questions um, pertaining to those goals. So if somebody somebody joined and they were, I'm trying to remember what their role was, um, but they I think they were in the more in the membership marketing space, and they had come from corporate America, and had come into clubs and were really wondering like, what what can how can I bring my skill set to the club to clubs and and how can I continue building that and and then rehone it for the club space because obviously like your your skills and techniques from corporate America might might be applicable and some might not be um, depending on the size of your club and everything like that and so that was a great opportunity to talk to that individual about well CMAA obviously has a ton of education and networking opportunities for you but specifically we have you know these smaller member communities that certainly surround the area of like club communications and that's where one place where you can make connections and start to apply these skills from your background um, in a much more focused setting so that was it was really cool getting to to chat with uh some of these new folks and get to meet them so i'm so glad we've started doing that erica me too thank you Mm -hmm. melissa do you have any questions for our friend erica i don't Still, I was going to ask her about the what ball. you just asked her. So I, I. <laughs> my bad. I will throw in one more thing, um, switching gears just slightly when you're when you're asking about you know highlights of the year. Uh, so last year, the idea fair was the first time that we had electronic submissions mm-hmm. that we printed the boards. And so that was a huge success. And I want to remind people that we are doing that again this year. So if you're going to, you don't even have to go to conference, but if you want to submit an idea or 10 in the idea fair, you can go right online, make your board, upload the file, and then we print it for you. So there's no cost in printing. There's no cost in shipping. It is free to share these great ideas with your peers. So uh, we would love to get your entry. The due date is January 23rd. It is a little bit earlier because we are doing the printing. So keep that in mind, Uh, have that on your radar. But that was a huge success last year and we're very excited to do that again this year. Totally, good point, Erica. (laughs) I forgot, we've done a lot of like cool new things in the the area of membership, I think this last year. Um, So there's a lot to celebrate and a lot to talk about. but I think we've hit all the the big highlighted moments. Um, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast and chatting with us. It's thank always you, fun to talk to you. It um, is. And 
I'm so excited for what 2023 will bring for our our membership and uh, and some of the stuff we've got brewing right now that that uh, we'll be sharing over the coming weeks. So absolutely big big stuff happening but it was a great year and now we're uh, we're looking forward so yeah absolutely all good cool well thank you so much erica we will have you back on the podcast again soon looking forward to it thank you both we are thrilled today on our best of 22 moments to be talking to Lori a labard ccm so Lori, tell our listeners where we're talking to you from today I am in Laguna Niguel, California, and so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course. So, Lori, uh, it's it's been a big year. 2022 has been a big year uh, for you. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your background in the, in the club industry. Okay. Well, um, I have had a heart of hospitality my entire life. So um, when I found the club world, it just was a natural fit. And I absolutely loved every bit of it. Um, I got involved with the Golden State chapter um, and then quickly learned about CMAA. Um, And then I wasn't really um, sure what that meant or what that looked like until 2022. And that's when I set my goal and the eye on the prize for my CCM. And I fiercely went after it. And I was so excited to um, just be on that path and that journey. But um, that's when it all started for me. So tell us what, tell us about this moment. How, how has that felt for you? Um, okay, well, I'll tell you a little bit about um, the journey if, that, if that's okay. Um, so basically in 2022, I took my first BMI and we were in COVID, so it was virtually. And I think that this was one of the great things um, that came out of COVID is that a lot of people that might not have normally been able to travel and go someplace were able to take BMIs because CMA pivoted so quickly and they made sure that we were still able to get our education because they knew how valuable that was to us for our professional development. So I was so grateful to be able to take my first BMI. It was virtually. Um, and just absolutely knew this was exactly what I needed and where I needed to go. So um, I actually set a chart for myself. I drew out an elephant um, because all of it looked so overwhelming. And I went with the old adage of how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. So I did it one bite at a time. And every time that I would, I basically sketched out the elephant. And so every time that I accomplished something, I would color it in. And then I knew next, 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 until um, the elephant was all colored except for the review course. Um, and so the review course was like the the goal to get there. And the best analogy I could I could relate this to is if you're training for a marathon, you train and you train and you train and the practice is what's the hard part, right? Uh-huh. It's what gets you to that day. Um, and then the day that you get there, it's almost like you're like, I've already made it. Yep, and, you already um, know that you can do it. <laughs> yeah, and that's what that moment was like for me um, right before I uh, actually took the test. Um, Caitlin Allen was um, in our class, and she had all the class stand up before we actually sat down for the exam, and she taught us how to do a power pose, which was amazing. So you all take a moment, and I just looked around the room, and I was like, this is it. This is Here my moment. <laughs> and I will never forget that moment. I will never forget um, that time, and it was one of my greatest accomplishments. 
Oh, that's incredible. I love this story. I, I think it's so, uh, first of all, it's adorable that you drew an elephant. Like, look at that. Yes. Yes. And guys, she's showing us this amazing sketch of the elephant. Oh, and I my love God. it. You have to frame that, put it on the wall. Also, at it and really get a copy it. of that so we can share it with our show notes? Because that's incredible. 100%. Yes. I 100%. love it. Uh, well, Lori, we're so proud of you. And like we say all the time, like one of our favorite parts of our job is getting to um, like announce new CCMs and then see people share the news on their social channels because you, we know how how hard you have worked to achieve that accomplishment and then to be so excited to share it and be like, look what I did. <laughs> like I worked really hard for a really long time to make this a reality. And so it's really incredible. And I love I love that you found where you're supposed to be. That's really wonderful. Well, thank you so much. And um, I just think if I could give any advice to anybody going after this, this is what I would say. It takes a community to get this done. Don't do it alone. Don't even try and do it alone. I think part of the best part of this journey for me was the community and the people I met along the way because everybody was there to support you encourage you it didn't matter where you came from it didn't matter who you were we were on this path together and the togetherness is one of the things that i take away i've met so many colleagues um friends out of this and and we bonded in a way that i mean it's just incredible something i would have never imagined that just was the most beautiful part of this story um so it takes a whole community don't do it alone Find your study group. Read the book. Yes. Read the book. <laughs> um, go to the review course because at that review course, you're going to be able to get into groups that you never even imagined how much the support is that you need. Um, the other thing is before you even get to the review course, um, Set up a study group. Within yep. that study group, find your most amazing partner. Mine was Sean Greco. He's not even from the United States. He lives in Canada. He and I are <laughs> great friends, the best study partners ever, and who would have ever known? But this group, this community brought us together, and and it just, it was a wild ride. What <laughs> I'll never forget. I'm so thankful for. Oh my gosh. Well, that really, I think that really underlines so much of what uh, CMA is really about like like you're talking about that building that community like our networking is it's so much of our identity and, and building community across you know borders and states and countries and you know like that's super super incredible but I think you also touched on something that um, I feel have felt really passionately about since COVID is is the fact that um, you know you started taking your VMIs virtually and that really did open up accessibility for so many people. I mean, we have a lot of members who who can't travel or can't get away from their clubs for a week at a time um, all the time. And, and being able to do them virtually and offering that as an opportunity really opened the door, which is fantastic. Absolutely. So I'm so glad I mean, that you took advantage of that. Yes, and I applaud CMA for just being able to do that for us. I, I'm just so forever grateful. So well done. Oh, well, that's mutual. Well done on your end as well. And, you know, we celebrate you making this accomplishment and, and achieving your CCM right alongside you. You should be very proud of yourself um, and, and big congratulations. And, and I'm so glad that it was the highlight of your year. 
Yes, thank you so much. Absolutely. Well, Lori, I think that wraps us up. I mean, I think this was a perfect okay. note to end our podcast on, a perfect note to end our okay. year on. Um, so thank you so much for your time today and sharing a little bit of your story. And uh, I can't wait to share your elephant with, with our listeners. Okay, <laughs> That's amazing. I'll, I'll email the both of you. <laughs> Wonderful. I love it. So many great moments from this year. And this is a chock full bonus expanded edition of this podcast. So um, thank you to everyone who's still listening. And we hope that this gives you time to take stock of your own year. Absolutely. Think of all the amazing 2022 moments we've had. And I've had so many great 2022 moments with you, Kyle. And I'm so grateful for another year of to to work on this podcast together and, and work at CMA together as well. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, we definitely had a great 2022 in um, our little team here. Uh, there's a lot of things that we can look back on and be proud of. And I'm really looking forward to what 2023 will bring. We've got a lot of stuff on the horizon that's exciting and new. And, you know, we've had some changes around here. And, and 2023 will be more of us navigating those changes and, and figuring out what what's the best What's the best way to make the year ahead the best possible? So grateful for you always, Melissa, and to our listeners and to our CMAA community. And uh, we hope that you have a safe and healthy new year. And we will look forward to seeing you in 2023. And until then, I'm Kyle. That's Melissa. Thanks for listening. Happy new year, everyone. Take care. Bye. The Let's Talk Club Management podcast is a podcast of the Club Management Association of America. Since 1927, CMAA has been the largest professional association for managers of membership clubs throughout the U.S. and internationally. The objectives of the association are to promote relationships between club management professionals and other similar professions, to encourage the education and advancement of members, and to provide the resources needed for efficient and successful club operations. Under the covenants of professionalism, education, leadership, and community, CMAA continues to extend its reach as the leader in the club management practice. CMAA is headquartered in Alexandria, Virginia, with more than 40 professional chapters and more than 40 student chapters and colonies. Please learn more at www.cmaa.org org.